0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hustle Project Podcast. This is your host, Nick Marcos, and this is my newest project, where I'm sitting down with local business owners and community members who truly embody the hustle mentality. We're gonna dive in deep and get their amazing stories of the ups, the downs, and everything in between. So whether you're an entrepreneur, you wanna be an entrepreneur, or you're just someone who enjoys hearing the stories behind our community's movers and shakers, this is the podcast for you. So tune in and take pride knowing that we have these great people with incredible stories living right here in our neighborhood. Make sure you tune in weekly for our newest episodes. For more information, check out our website, hustleprojectpodcast.com, or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Project Podcast. Enjoy this week's episode, guys. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you.
1: Thanks Thanks for having us.
0: (laughs) All right. So... Stephanie and Cindy, so you guys are from the same city, right?
1: We are. We're right? both from North Reading. Both
0: from North Reading. So you guys, did you guys grow up together?
1: We didn't. We actually met at a
2: gym. Yeah, we had met um, in an online, like in a mom's group, and uh, became friends at a gym with really great childcare.
0: Oh, so you guys, your, your friendship um, started as buddies at the gym.
2: Yeah. So when it closed, we had, I mean, during our time at this gym, we had created this community and this village. Uh, with other moms and it became a part of our routine. Um, and we would always say, God, it would be so great if they did this. It would be so great if they did this. Um, so when we decided we were going to rent the rooms out of the dance studio and, and maybe um, explore taking this to the next level, um, that's where some like the seeds of those ideas had begun. So that,
0: that um, concept of sort of doing something and then all of a sudden being motivated to improve it, like, so you went to the gym and then all of a sudden, one, one day you started getting these feelings where you're like, you know what, I feel like, I feel the desire to like improve this process or improve this experience. Had that ever happened to either of you growing up or was this the first time you've ever felt something like that? Hmm. Because to put things in context, growing up to me, that was something that I always experienced. It was like no matter what business I went into, and I'm talking brick and mortar, I'm not I, I'm not talking about walking into IBM or GE, but I'm talking about brick and mortar stores, I would always walk in them with a, with a critical mindset, but not necessarily negative, just more like, how, you know, how could I improve the process? How could I make things better? For you guys, was this the first time that that had happened?
1: You know, I'd never thought about it that way, but now that you're saying that, I definitely, that is kind of how my experience growing up is, and as an adult, I kind of just would walk into places and look around and think like, huh. They should do this or right. why aren't they doing this? I, I, um, I
0: truly believe that m- more people than would admit it are like that because people go and they have expectations and when they're not met, um, a lot of times the default is either to complain about it or to create a solution for it, right? And very few people create a solution for it. So I think at the beginning of that, yeah, sure, a lot of people go around and they're analytical about things, but very few people would take on the task of improving it. Mm-hmm. So this seems like this was something that interested you so much that you guys were like, you know what? I'm not just going to talk about it anymore. I want to be about it.
2: Yeah, it's um, it's something we wanted. Between the two of us, we have five kids. Um, Cindy was pregnant when we started. Um, I had a two-month-old. I put him in my little front carrier and <laughs> brought him up to the steps of City Hall to apply for the business license. And um, I don't think it's anything either of us planned to do, and, and certainly not at the time that we right. did it with, with those babies at home. Um, but we surveyed thousands of, of families and moms as we were developing this and we just yeah. listened and we asked people that question. I think, you know, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. We asked uh, so many people, how can we make motherhood easier for you? How can we make it more fun? How can, how can you know, if we this had is a like place, your This is
0: your market research, basically. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. and people were happy, <laughs> happy to be asked that of question. Course, many yeah. of them had never been asked that question before. I hadn't. It's um, well. Can it's be really cool hard. when you value
0: someone's opinion, yeah. And then you actually call them out on it and say, "Hey, listen, you know, we're friends or we're families, or I just respect your opinion. Yeah. Can I have it? A lot of people like that. That's a very that's a very kind thing to do to someone is to respect their opinion. So of course, right? And mm-hmm. um, prior to this, though, take me back to before that. What kind of work were you guys into? So you both went to you, you went to University of New Hampshire and. Mm-hmm. and Cindy, you went to... University of Vermont. Vermont, right. So what did you guys take? Like, where did you guys end up after college?
1: Um, I, out of college, worked in commercial real estate development. So I was a project manager. Um, I built a 700,000-square-foot shopping center down in wow. um, North Carolina. Um, so I got exposed to all different parts of, um, you know, project management. Like large-scale projects. Yep. Tons um, of Marketing, parts. And, and pretty much touched every piece of, of that business. So it was... Um, it was a really great. experience. So
0: that experience probably just kind of like toughened you up a lot. Oh yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yep. And Stephanie. And this is this is something that always kind of blows me away about Cindy and I meeting and having this. Um, uh this this idea together is that our backgrounds were so complementary when we first started talking about it about our yeah. experiences and we knew that we were aligned with the vision of the business but when we started talking about the things that we wanted to raise our hand for or the things that we knew right. how to do or wanted to learn how to do it was perfect
0: like a ying and a yang yeah Well, totally. tell, i mean first tell me so first tell me your background and then def- definitely yeah. tell me about that because that's very interesting
2: yeah so my background i um worked in government and campaigns and then transitioned into nonprofit. So I did a lot of development, uh, a lot of marketing, and um, just a lot of that, that side
0: of things. Right. And so wh- where? what's the connection? I mean, so you're saying it's complementary? complimentary? Like, mm-hmm. tell me how. I mean, how, how did you guys figure that out? Was it before? Did you, set, did you have a plan from the beginning? Or is it like, hey, let's just, we know that this is a list of things that need to get done to open a business. And I'm taking this and you're taking that
2: yeah it was it was a little like that. Um, it was uh, a little bit on the fly too. It was you know at first it was well, we need a space to do this. Uh, dance studio makes sense. that's you know going to have the space to um, to have these classes, these fitness classes, the space to watch kids. We should start exploring that, so Cindy just kind of naturally um, like took that on um,
0: right like, obviously that's your field right mm-hmm. that's like right you're an and expert then
2: there. um. You know, with my experience, I started building a, a budget and putting, you know, some numbers together. And then we both started doing this market research and, and talking to people and asking lots and lots and lots of questions. Um, we connected with a firm that helped us do uh, uh, like demographic information, helped mm-hmm. us find the right location, yep. um, helped us decide if we felt comfortable. Uh, you know, that there is a market for this. Right, so you
0: did all the, uh, like, you you basically took a bullet list of how to start a business and you checked all the boxes off. Mm-hmm. And through that process, it sounds like you guys, you, you followed your efforts. You're like, you know what, I would re- I, I think I could add value doing this, and I think I could add value doing this, and then you kind of divide the things that nobody really wants to do. Yeah, <laughs> right? pretty much, yeah. I mean, I have a business partner, too, and, and it, that's what it is. It's, yeah, of course, you're going to, you're going to, you, you, generally speaking, you have to have the same goals, but you're going to have different ideas on how you get there and the balance is sort of working with each other through clashing on those opinions because that's really what a partnership is all about.
2: Yeah, and different things that you enjoy doing.
0: Right, and, and, and of course, if you're much better, I'm sure, Cindy, you're much better at negotiating a lease. Than, much better. Yeah, than, than <laughs> probably you know than probably anyone I know, if you're working in that industry for that long, you probably learned a thing or two, right? Sure. So yeah. you, yeah, I'm sure you did a good job. <laughs> I uh,
1: hope so.
0: Yeah, so after this gym uh, closes down, um, what is the process? What is the process like? Is it like you guys are just meeting once in a while and you're like, you know, talking about it? Does it have a slow progression or is it something that catches on like fire? Because it sounds like as soon as you made the decision. We d- dove right in. Right. Yeah.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. We pretty much the next week started looking for locations to open this temporary space while we mm-hmm.
0: found a, a permanent together. home. Yeah. yeah.
1: And put our plan together. Um, and I think we found that within a week. Yeah. Right, a week or two. Wow. Um, and then we called all of our friends and said, you know, you got to come check it out. We're we're gonna open. We have we're gonna have childcare. Come come check it out. And it kind of just snowballed. Yeah, quickly. From there. From there. Yep.
0: And so how thr- like how thrilling do you? How long ago was that? That was three, three years. years ago. Yeah. Okay. So you remember obviously those the feeling of just sort of getting things moving and the and the happiness and excitement that comes along with like actually creating or it coming to life and tell me about what now when you're moving from that little store to the big store how much bigger that feeling was w- was it a little more towards the anxious side because it's such a bigger project was it just more what ex- did you embrace the risk that came along with it and just get more excited about it or so how we did you actually
1: feel have the unique situation where we had an in-between space um so when we signed the lease for our our big permanent space that we're in now um as you know it was a former tj maxx yeah
0: yeah tell me actually a little bit about the space so it's it's in peabody
1: it's in peabody so we have about 7600 square feet um of mommy heaven um so it's divided into kind of the family area with the kids section so there's the babysitting rooms and the child enrichment room and then the back is is mommy paradise with the locker room the uh, fitness studios and the mommy lounge
0: so the temporary space that you had um it didn't obviously didn't have all of those accommodations in it
1: no. So the dance studio was just, um, it, it, we luckily found a dance studio that had multiple rooms. So we had one room that we used for fitness when they weren't using it for dance. Um, and the same, uh, we had a child care room as well. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but so uh, it was, it was more like a proof of concept. Yes. You you put it out there exactly. to see yeah. was it sustainable? Did the economics work? Yep. You know, could we could we actually execute the thing our ideas? And most of the exactly. stuff was a yes, right?
2: Yes. Yeah, it gave us some time to build a really strong team. It gave us some time to do our research. Right. It gave us some time to Which eliminates to build. so
0: much stress when you're starting a business because those are the thing, it's all, it's the combina- it's not starting a business that's difficult. It's the combination of running all the elements involved in running a business that's difficult and trying to do all of that at once. So that's kind of a gift.
1: Mm-hmm oh yes
0: and it was intentional kind of I mean if the the landlord had said you're ready to move in tomorrow you would have but you knew that that wasn't a reality so you probably were like this is perfect let's make use of the time
2: at the time the delay felt a little hard because we were ready to move into the space we're in now and we ended up in a pop-up temporary space for about a year and a half half? about a year and a half it was supposed to be you know a few months Um, and at the time it felt hard because we were we were ready but when we look back there was a lot we um, we had to learn. There was a lot we wanted to work through, um, and it uh, it ended up being a blessing to be able to do that um, in that temporary. Space. So you made
0: the best of the situation. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. yeah I mean, uh, to me, it was it could have been planned any better because you get you learn so much. Yeah, and the risk is less. The, the, yeah. Um, the reward is much greater because every time you, you get a happy experience or it just fortifies your idea because you're moving towards that direction no matter yeah. what. I mean yeah. you're not stopping.
2: And of course you you know, you open a seventy six hundred square big. foot studio, it's it's you know, of course it's a, a little bit scary. It's a it's a yeah. big space. It's, well it's it should elite. be scary. Yeah, but yeah. I think it was much less so because we were just at that point we were so ready. Right. Like just let's get these doors open. People have been asking for years now. Right. Uh, the community's excited. We have, we have the support of our neighbors in the plaza. We have right. the support of the community. We have the support of the moms that we've been, um, you know, telling about this and surveying and talking to uh, over all these months. Right. And uh, we were just, we were so ready that it was just kind of like go time. We and, didn't really think about it. And
0: what's interesting, actually, which I, I, I'd be curious to know. Um, so being a mom at the time, because we know, I mean, I have kids. I've seen my wife. She, she You know, it's, t- it's a tough job. Um, <laughs> being a mom. And having these aspirations at the same time, how much more does that take? Does it add stress to motherhood, or does it sort of—is it an outlet? Because to me, like, That's being an entrepreneur question. is an outlet for me. Like, but for you, did it provide an outlet, or did it make things tougher?
2: I think I, both. 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 Oh yeah.
0: It's some. On, depend,
2: I was gonna say depends on the day. Sometimes it depends on the hour. But the was, it just, yeah. was
0: it just? Was it just a little bit? Was it a little bit more? Uh, outlet than yeah, it had I think to have so. been, right? uh, We've yeah. had
2: so many conversations about how um, stressful it can be to be home and how nice it was to have these solvable problems, these, right. you know, more Solvable problems, that's a great problem. way to say it. Yeah. yeah, I remember my son arguing with me because his banana broke and I couldn't sew it back together and <laughs> I like was just looking at him like, this is not a... I can't solve this problem. No,
0: yeah. <laughs> Even if you gave him another banana, oh, that, he wouldn't be it's happy. Not that no. Yeah, th- it's not that banana, right? Yeah.
2: He just, at, you know, he just wanted to be two and yeah. wanted to to yell and scream. and You
0: know, but believe it or not, every once in a while, you're going to get a customer that's just like that, too. <laughs> right? Not at the mommy clubhouse. Right. Okay, well.
2: <laughs> um, So, you know, sometimes, you know, we've had conversations about that, I think, like just how nice it is to... Be an adult again, and to have this outlet, and to to have these kinds of things that we can work through and solve, and um. because
0: I tell my wife all the time, because you know she we have a uh, a almost one year old and a three year old, and that those are that's very tough to wrap your hands around as one Mm -hmm. when you're one person. But Mm -hmm. I tell her all the time, as soon as you're ready, and whenever that is, if that's one year, five years, like I I need to you need to find your passion, Mm -hmm. and you need to go out there and just chase it, just just go. And feel that because right now it's you know it's just work 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 and you're grinding and grinding but you need that t- that time where you're stimulating yourself you know you're you're interrogatively thinking you're growing it's hard to do that as a mom
2: yeah and that's that's why we're here um, because there is no right way and there is no wrong way to be a mom but I think it is universally challenging right um, and
0: that goes along that plays well to the ethos of, of what your company really stands for and that's mm-hmm. really what I would love to highlight uh, today more so than anything is that this this brand that you guys have developed is not it's not a gym and it's not a daycare right you know it stands for something there's an ethos behind it this is about Thank you. this is about being a mom mm-hmm. and celebrating the things that motherhood can allow you to celebrate mm-hmm. on your own time Mm-hmm. Right And if, even if that is 15, 20 minutes or what you guys are saying, maybe a workout session or just or, or whatever other amenities, yeah. and there are tons, I just don't want to se- say it myself, I'll let you guys say it. but to me, when you look at something like that, um, it's pretty hard to not buy into it. Tell me about what kind of feedback you've been getting initially now that you've opened this big store, um, what has the community sort of feedback been like? Because I would think women are just going to line up for this
2: mm-hmm. and uh, for me I, I come from nonprofit um, and it feels a lot like that this this feels mission-based um, okay. yeah
0: I, I would agree it's a mission-based and this is trust me I from the outside looking in that's the company I want to do business with I don't want to give my money to some guy in San Diego who's on a beach you know like I want
2: Oh, we're there every, right? <laughs> every single day my kids right. <laughs> remind me all the time
0: but you know what I mean it's like you know you, you, you want to do business with people that are passionate about what they sell you. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what you want. But go ahead, sir.
2: We are. It's, it's for us, too. We developed it um, out of our own wants and our own hopes and dreams for motherhood, for ourselves and for our friends and our neighbors and all the women we talked to when we were developing this. Um,
0: when did the decision get made, though, for you to guys to put sort of the ethos of the company up front as opposed to, like, to say, hey, listen, we're going to be a brand that doesn't stand for telling you how to be a mom. It's just allowing you to be the mom that you are.
1: From day one. yeah. Oh,
0: well, so it was a natural decision. Yeah. It wasn't even... We're
1: not experts in parenting or yeah, really but, yeah, anything. Yeah, but
0: I mean, listen, a lot of people have opinions. Yeah. And when it comes to being a parent, everybody has an opinion, whether you have kids or not. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep your mouth shut for most people. And never mind run a business based on the idea that we don't have an opinion.
2: No, I, I love that question. I think that's a really great question. Um, and I, I think um, it's just... Natural. It just came naturally to us. We just felt really strongly from the very beginning that we wanted to help. We wanted this to have this mission-based feel. We wanted to change motherhood for people. We wanted to make it easier, and we wanted to make it more fun, and we wanted to have this experience um, with people who felt the same way. Um, And, uh, you know, again, it it does feel mission-based. I mean, when we see people come in, when we see women come in sometimes in the morning, you know, they had an argument about, put your shoes on, we've got class, or they uh, they just had a tough morning. It's it's not always easy to be a mom of young kids, and they leave looking different. They look lighter, and they just look ready to take on oh, believe- anything. I mean,
0: I've, I've seen my wife take a 20-minute nap, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. God, you are like a whole different person.
2: That's the thing. You don't need much. I mean, self-care doesn't have to be those big things. It doesn't have to be a spa day, a vacation, you know, something huge. It can be a hot cup of coffee. um, A good good, book or just a good conversation with a friend. Just a good talk with an adult. Or
0: a 20-minute workout.
2: Exactly. Exactly. It can be those little things. And if you can get them every day, it can be
0: life-changing. Right. Right, so tell me, so you're at 7,600 square feet, that's a massive undertaking, um, <laughs> you, it, take, it took a year and a half to, to build the site out, um, you guys open up, the feedback I'm assuming is extremely positive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so how are you guys, now you're running a business, how are you guys managing day-to-day operations, um, you know, considering the fact that you're moms, you're business owners, this is a big operation, large-scale operation, how do you guys delegate the tasks between yourselves?
2: Uh, the same way as the the big picture tasks for the most part we both jump in and we work at the front desk and we um, take on those things that pop up day to day right. um, but there are some things that um, you know play to our our skills and our uh, preferences differently um, Cindy even though it's a uh, a love-hate relationship is great with the technology so she's really good with um,
0: she'll do the social
2: yeah she's great with the social that's a love Just a lovely. Yeah, you guys are very active on social media. (laughs) Yeah, and
0: it's it's good stuff. She
2: had to teach me how to post a story recently, so that (laughs) social media is—I can't take credit for it. She's unbelievable. Yeah, social
0: media is tough to manage. I mean, it's a big commitment, but it's a necessity. It is, especially when you're selling a a brand that's so rooted in, you know, grassroots community. uh, Community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're just not a part of the community if you're not on social. Exactly. You're not, and it's so tempting for people in our age group to to sort of like cycle out and just be like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm done, I'm checking out. Because it, it actually is, it's like freeing. You don't have to worry about a lot of the stuff. But when you have a business, yeah, you, you have can't. to be active. You have to be on it, yep. Yeah, you have to be active. Does social media contribute to a lot of the success mm-hmm. that you guys are having, you think, in terms of like generating um, memberships and things like that? Are you selling on social or are you just sort of promoting your culture?
2: A lot of the selling we do is in person. Um, It's very helpful for someone to come in and see the studio, take a tour, you know, see the childcare space and how different it is. What we do is, um, it's so unique. Um, So having people come in and tour and have a conversation with you in person, learning about them, learning about which type of membership would fit them best and and how they would use the clubhouse and how we can um, fit into and change their life for the better. Um, But Social media is a great way to um, uh, spread the word about what we're doing and to pique it, the initial
0: interest. Initial interest, yeah. yeah. And and so when people come, what's what's it like? So what is um, a typical tour of a gym? You know, you walk in, you, you walk around, you see all the weights and stuff, you see the, the locker rooms and yeah, and sauna and, and showers, and then you sort of and sort of check out, how is your process different? When people come in through the door, what would the expectation be that would be different than say, workout world or, or some other?
2: Well, the first thing you see when you walk through the door is stroller parking <laughs> to right. the right. A little different than Workout World. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the Village Center to the left with high chairs. It's so you spotless. actually have, when
0: you walk in, you have an area designated for... Oh, absolutely. Really? Yeah,
2: we want the studio to feel like a spa. We want moms who don't see these types so that of it makes clean, sense beautiful for, right. spaces anymore because we're raising kids and it's a lot of primary colors and noise mm-hmm. and toys and chaos. Um, so we wanted a spa-like environment. So we have a space where you can leave all your big gear your strollers, your bucket seats, you know, anything big up there so that you can really just, you know, from the very moment you enter the right. studio, And you can trust where lighter. they are,
0: because I know a lot of times I'll go to a restaurant, I'm sure you've experienced this, and they're like, oh, you can put the carriage in the front, but you have like your shopping stuff in it, and you know, you might have to...
2: Oh, yeah, no, we get that all the time. People are like, I don't even think about it right. here. I mean, you just, you very quickly get to know well, everybody. Because there's one
0: thing about leaving something somewhere, and there's another thing or just having that option is another thing with knowing that it's like secured. So mm-hmm. it's you can walk in, you can leave that stuff there. Mm-hmm. That's a really cool um, it, stuff. Like that is this stuff that you've developed over time, or was that part of the initial plan when you when you got this space? Was that in the build out?
1: That developed over time. Um, the a lot specifics, of
2: specifics, yeah. But the like the idea that moms were going to be like queens when right. they came to this space they yep. were going to feel
0: and so when you started getting down to the details you started thinking like okay what about the stroller what do we do with that or what do we you know what yep. what are the things that
2: exactly yeah the yeah. details came later but that tone of like this is going to feel like a spa this is going right. to feel like something you might have done after work before you had kids when you yeah. were still in the city and you know yeah like, like the when, broad objective life was, was yeah
0: was that but you know, yeah the, the
2: we wanted to give moms a little bit of their pre-baby self back every day right. um and one way that we could do that was to have a space i always joke where there's no way you're gonna step on a lego <laughs> you know there's no <laughs> yeah. way there you know yeah. th- all all of those things that that you know the, the clutter and the noise and Those kid things. The things that
0: go along with having kids. Yeah,
2: Yeah, they're great. Um, So once you get past
0: the the stroller section, Mm -hmm. um, there's a check-in desk. Yep. And then. And then
2: there's a village center to your left where there um, are all the things set up that you would need for your kids. So we've got high chairs there if you want to give your kids a snack, Um, a couch, a table set up where people can do work or um, you know sit and have lunch after a class um, with the little ones. So that's kind of where families.
0: And people uh, use know. that, mm-hmm. like, you'll see moms use oh, yeah. that, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, and then, and dads too, people who come in, and uh, grandparents, people who will come in and do like a music class or something with the kids, so they would all use the front section of the village as sort of the family area, right,
0: it's interesting, so you're mm-hmm. actually uh, you're so if you're a kid, a child of one of the moms, you can come anytime and do a class separate from mom.
2: So we have a child enrichment program. Um, oh, on as top. a part of yeah, okay, layered um, so, on top. Yep. Yeah. So we have session-based classes, um, music classes. We have some like sensory type classes. Uh, we have a play school program, so it's like a preschool prep right. um, for kids who. Uh, whose, mom, whose parents just want a little bit of socialization and structure in their day, but they're not really ready for like, mm-hmm. like daycare might be overkill. Right, and, just
0: a couple days a week.
2: Yeah, and preschool you Get need some to exposure. Be, yeah, yeah, usually a little bit older. Um, so there are a lot of parents who are just looking for just a couple hours and then mom knows, you know, nine to noon on Tuesday, I can go to the dentist.
0: Right, I can right. schedule
2: a hair appointment. I yeah, can do
0: a couple hours.
2: Yeah. I can do those things that I used to not even think twice yeah. about <laughs> and I can squeeze them all into this three hour block on whatever morning I've got. Um, and then my little one's going to have the benefit of, the socialization, the structure, yeah, and actually having a little structure,
0: right? It's not a daycare where yeah. the kids are just running wild. It it's looks structure. a lot
2: like a preschool. If you if you were to peek in in the middle of the morning and see the kids, they would probably be doing circle time, talking about the weather, right. or a craft, or um, any of the you know dramatic play, fine and gross motor, the things you would see in a preschool.
0: Right. Talk to me a little bit more about like what other amenities you guys have. What what other stuff? I know you guys are doing. I mean, I follow you on social, so I mm-hmm. see a lot of it. Um, I see a lot of classes. I see a lot of. Um, so it looks like uh, outdoor, like running. You guys are running on the on the trail across the street. Yep. So tell me a little bit more about some of the stuff you guys are up to.
1: Um, so one of our favorite amenities that we offer to moms is called Mommy Time. Um, so Mommy Time is where we just give mom. A glimpse of her pre-baby life every single day um it's included in membership so that sounds cool what, tell me awesome. more you know, what is it um <laughs> so we'll watch the kids while they essentially do whatever they want so they can within the space or the plaza or the rail trail like you mentioned um they can sit and have a cup of coffee talk to a friend take a shower uninterrupted um uh go grocery shopping alone uh, at the big Y in the plaza get their nails done get a spray tan just a a glimpse of sanity every day whatever that means and while they're doing this their kids
2: are in a daycare like setting um it is unbelievable we have a curriculum and yeah you're not just
0: leaving your kid with some random person yeah this is a very well organized yeah we have a space
2: that's very very safe very clean um we you know just um, it, it really does. It looks like a daycare. We've got, um, we have this MMA mat flooring that like little mm. kids can, you know, who are learning to walk, I'll just trip on it and then just kind of bounce. Right. <laughs> like, um, we have, um, just at, like pinch guards on the doors and so all of So you basically have thought is, out,
0: I mean, as you're walking through this place, you can see all the details that are just well thought out.
2: Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Well, we consulted um, with a daycare, and we asked them what kind of flooring do you use? What do you do to make sure right. this doesn't happen? Where do you put the cameras? Where? Uh, how do you train your staff? Um, you know, to make sure that they are, of course, like background checked, and to make sure that they. Um, Uh, CPR and first aid, you know, all of those things. Yeah, there's a lot of things that need to be covered.
0: I mean, every business has its challenges, but these are just a little more different than what you typically. There's a lot of also um, insurance regulations that you probably have to adhere to. Mm -hmm. You have to. There's a lot of compliance stuff that goes on. Yeah, and there's. I mean, there's a lot that we
2: want to do. I mean, we we never planned on being a a daycare. We don't. We're not all daycare. We're designed for kids. Uh, We're designed for moms to get a little bit of a break. But we know as moms that you're just not gonna do that. You're not gonna feel yeah. good about that and you're not gonna do that if you don't feel like your kids Yeah, and are... that's very
0: true. I mean, it's you, you can find a babysitter, mm-hmm. but it's, there's something about not having to worry about the kids mm-hmm. that is, is, it's not the time away. The time away is useless if you're worrying the whole time.
2: Mm-hmm. Right? And and the whole point of us and of, of people um, coming into the, the studio is that we're bringing people together.
0: Right. There are
2: plenty of online forums, um, educating moms on certain things and, and where they can say, hey, but more if-
0: importantly than anything, and probably I think the the biggest is the fact that you're not judgmental towards moms. No. Right. And that's another thing that I think, you know, as I, I watch my wife, so I have firsthand experience with his mom thing. I, of course I'm not a mom, but um, the truth is not being judged. A lot of times is, is a lot more freeing than anything because you know, your mom can judge you. Your sister will judge you. Your your cousin, you know, people just judge the way you're raising your kids. Everybody has an opinion. For you to walk into a place that says, I'm going to provide you with the ability to not have to think about that, that's really what you're selling at the end of the day. I mean, there are gyms everywhere. Mm-hmm. And and even some of them would say, judgment free zone. I remember there were a few ad campaigns going on back in the day. <laughs> it's a judgment, or they'll create like a section for women, you know, because they're all trying to achieve that that nobody wants to be judged feel. But you guys are actually doing it for one of the hardest demographics of people. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think the beauty of it is that you look to your left and that's a mom, and you look to your right and that's a mom, and, and they're all going through some version of what you're going through together. Right. And you're all going through it, whether you're handling it the, right, the same exact way or whether you're um, you know, seeing things the same exact way you're going through
0: right. the same experience. And it's a specific demographic of, of, of women, but it's, um, it's so it's such a critical part of their life mm-hmm. that your customers actually truly get bonds with each I mean, these are Absolutely. like people bonding. This is not oh, like yeah. my gym buddy. Yes. This is a real... Oh, because these
2: are like in some cases, you know, they'll we'll you watch can, people you, leave class. People who met at the studio, they'll leave and they'll, uh, with their strollers, um, you know, walk on the rail trail and go to the park together. Right, people who of yeah, yeah, who probably wouldn't have met otherwise. They right. don't live in the same And the commonality or...
0: is the most important thing, arguably, in your life, and definitely right now. Like, this is the, the yes. biggest thing going on in your life is just dealing with being a mom. If yeah. you can console in, in someone with fresh ideas and a fresh perspective and not so not so judgy.
2: And with the judgment thing, what I find is, I, I think that we're our own harshest critic. I think with all of the, the moms who come in, um, you know, I talk to so many people who are like, oh, I'm just having a tough day, just I, I can't get out of my way, I feel like I'm not doing anything right. And I think we all feel like that, uh, some days and as Cindy said, you, you look to your left and you look yeah. to your right and, and those are moms and those are people who have felt that way it's
0: before. Just perspective all that. Yeah.
2: Time. And yeah. we are we're all doing the best that we can and right. we might be doing it differently and that's fine.
0: And that's that's what I would assume based on what you're telling me is the energy that I would feel. It there, is. Right? Yes. Yeah is that, hey, listen, we're all doing our best.
2: It's amazing. It really, it really is. Yeah, it's
0: probably something to marvel at. It's probably an uh, extremely amazing experience for first-timers who mm-hmm. walk in. They must just be elated when they walk in there, and it's like, wow, this feeling. <laughs> I haven't had this feeling in a long time.
2: Yeah. It's uh, the definitely. best compliment when someone says, um, I love when people say, I just felt welcome. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. I think that's true for every business. Um, you you know yeah, you always want true. to attract a customer who feels comfortable. I mean, yeah. I'm in the car business. It's very difficult to get trust from my customers because they instantly come in thinking I'm a bad guy, right? It's just the it's just the, the default old cliche. Yeah, it's the cliche, and it's the same thing with the dentist. Like it's hard to be oh, like my husband's
1: a dentist. Oh well,
0: it's hard. good for you. You married a dentist because not a lot of people like dentists. Uh, I am one of them. Um, but you know, t- to play to that, right? Like yeah. I. I my dentist is a true gentleman. He's an amazing guy, but I hate him. Yep. Right? Like and it's
1: <laughs> they never seem to have good news. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> I'm They're, always
1: overdue for my appointment. Right.
0: My always overdue. <laughs> they always make me feel guilty I didn't do something right. And it's like, my god, guys, you're beating me up every time. Um, <laughs> thanks to your husband. <laughs> Hi, Dr. Jared. <laughs> but back to what we were saying, it's not often you can do business um, as a business owner and be on the right side of that. So when you can, and and, and it's genuine, I think the marketplace has no. It, it's just it has to be rewarded. It just doesn't work like that. It has to work that way. Like it. I
1: hope so. Oh, it, does, it, it will.
0: And 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 whether or not the ethos, uh, the company ethos, and the business model is right. Um, is double-sided because there's an economic side to it as well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's sounds like a brilliant idea, amazing job executing that because that is a big undertaking for two people who have never really started a business before
2: and have babies at home and have <laughs> yeah and
0: have and have some major commitments. You know, you're also wives too and mm-hmm. and sisters and friends and, friends, and yeah and, 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 and yeah. I was fortunate for me it was a much more gradual progression. I started in my early 20s when it was it was still difficult to sacrifice in in hindsight, you know, it, it seems easier because of what I've obligated myself to now. But back then, sacrificing and not going out w- was a big deal. And not having nice things was a big deal when I was in my 20s. But doing it now later in your life, tell me what you think has been sort of the hardest thing to, to sacrifice. What, what has been the biggest thing that you've sacrificed you feel like
1: that's easy time away from our, our family. From your family. Yeah. 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 I mean other than I guess,
0: I guess that wasn't as good a question as I thought it oh, was. Oh no, that was a great <laughs> question. It's a great question. It's just thank, an you thank you for asking it. Yeah. yeah, it's a pretty easy one to figure out, but um I wish I could have got you to think a little more. <laughs> yeah, no,
2: we're we're included. I mean, I'm I'm definitely included in, in the moms who come through the door thinking I I'm I, I'm I'm doing everything as best right. as I can, but there are some days where I I just don't feel like I'm doing anything. And your well. business
0: model only survives if what holds true is is what I believe to be is true, and you probably agree is that that never you never really beat motherhood. Like it it, will, no. it always has this effect on you, whether or not you can manage it, is what you would consider beating it. But you don't really, you know, what I mean, like it's it it's forever. Yeah. You know, everybody tells me, "Wait till they get older. Wait till your kids get older. The stresses just change." And I believe that because I I agree. I I don't think I stop worrying about my kids just because they're older. And and I don't think moms stop stop feeling sort of, you know, weighed down by life's obligations as a mom. Um, but if you can find a little bit of relief, and that's sort of the value. What I understand to be the value proposition of your business is that you're offering just a little bit of relief. Not mm-hmm. you're not selling this broken concept of like, oh, yeah, I'll cure everything, which is what a lot of people might be tempted to do is to sell this, this concept of, oh, come, you know, you do this class and it'll, it'll do this. But you guys are just saying, come in and experience. You can either take a class or do whatever. Um, talk to me a little bit about the economic side, because we, we know that that other side is just is, is brilliant. Um, economically, though, I mean, it's a big undertaking now. Um, you've invested a lot of capital, you have to get your memberships, I'm sure you guys have figured out where your memberships need to be to become profitable, what Mm -hmm. your goals are. How far along have you guys managed to get now? I mean, you've been open for a short time, but how is that side going?
2: Yeah, we've, um, again, it's one of those things that kind of felt bad at the time, but in hindsight. ended up being a huge advantage that we opened right as summer was starting so a lot of families are leaving for vacation oh yeah um a lot of people aren't necessarily so critical to spend but time so indoors. Yeah. it's uh usually a very quiet time at the gym and we've grown quite a bit over the past the past few months and um opening and in, in, initially opening in summer we were like oh gosh like
0: so when did you officially open
2: uh, may. may may okay so, so into the summer right um, definitely, people weren't com- like weren't inclined to commit to a regular gym membership in like May.
0: June, right, and July. you have more like your husband has more time off in, in the summer. People just have more time off and yeah, but vacations. Um,
2: but we um, have made great progress. We're very very busy. We just expanded our schedule. We just won the best in the North Shore. I heard um, it. Congratulations! Thank you. Cool. Um, all these things were were we worked hard for and we're really proud of have been happening, and as we head into the fall um, we are getting even busier. <laughs> well, that, this is what should be happening, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. As people are kind of looking at their kids and like, Oh, it's not going to be <laughs> beach in the bummer news network, but it's not going to be beached right, exactly. for that much longer. I've got to yeah. find something to I do mean, with it, my kids. The yeah. phones have been ringing a lot. So we're, um, definitely, uh, very excited about it. Good and, and, and it
0: sounds like you're even, you beat your initial expectations sort of opening, yeah. leaning into summer, you know, you, your expectations can't be crazy, but I'm sure you had expectations.
2: We did, yeah, and we're.
0: You're more than happy with them, yes, yeah. We're that, that's very great, happy and, and that's and great. So, in in in, in long term, I mean, it, you're going to have some bad times and some good times, I'm sure, right? And <gasps> how you sustain those sort of is what's going is what's going to dictate where you end up. But I know it's hard to think about that, but long term, mm-hmm. um, is this is this bigger than than mm-hmm. the, than one? Is yep, this, yes. is it? Are you selling? Are you eventually going to sell that this concept?
2: Yeah. So very, very early on. Are I mean, y- gosh, we were still in the dance studio, and people were asking if we were a franchise, right. uh, if there were opportunities. And we were, we were like, oh, what? What? Yeah. We're not even open yet. I know, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not in anything. Yeah. But <laughs>
0: you, you should have sold your idea. <laughs> you should have said, all right, no problem. Here's some money, yeah.
2: Um, we were still at that time carrying uh, fitness equipment and... and children's toys in on dollies every morning right. from a supply room and setting up every day this this dance studio space and then at the end of to our taking it all apart of our couple hour operation bringing right. it back and strategically putting it into this closet so we didn't have that's affect the, the grind right there that's the hustle that's oh, yeah. that's the hustle it was yeah, a I grind yeah. we for a long time i mean yeah. we our pop-up space in between the dance studio the temporary space that we ran between the dance studio and the space that we're in now that is gorgeous we built out ourselves we just we got this space that was what was the size of it it was uh 2200 square feet yeah Yeah. so um we thought okay you know we we need to operate in a space that's our own we need to um we need to grow this people are excited we've got all this momentum um we've got a great plan but our um eventual the studio we're in now wasn't ready yet so in the meantime right
0: you got Yeah, you got to do something.
2: And, you know, we, with our husbands and our dads and a Home Depot 123 book, (laughs) learned how to build out a space. Right. Um, And we found, one of the funniest things we found are these structural Legos called Everblocks. And we... Um, built walls that we could literally take down and bring with us when we left the space. And you did. Oh yeah, we did. Oh, that's cool. Some, we sold some of them. Some of them are a storage room, but yeah, these, you can always
0: like, use something like that. Mm-hmm. Though.
2: These yeah. are the things that you learn, and you just have to, you know, to your point earlier, you just have to be creative and adaptable, and you know. Well, you have when well, you have
0: you have a new business, you're gonna have a lot of problems. A and it's problems. And, and, and that's the time and you have, have the least calm. amount of money mm-hmm. to risk and the least amount of knowledge mm-hmm. to make an educated decision. So if you if you just started a business and you somehow don't have those challenges, then that means you should close your business because you're not doing something right. Mm-hmm. You, growth requires going into the unknown and going into the unknown requires taking risks to figure out how to get the hell out of there. And it, it sounds to me like both of you are already ready to take on any risk that came. Like once you committed to the idea you yeah. were like okay I, what what can i not figure out i mean yeah. i can't predict everything and i'm not going to be able to do everything instantly but i'm not scared of working and yep. i'm not scared of
2: or of trying things trying things that dealing, some things work some things don't and work and dealing
0: with the failures involved mm-hmm. and that's where most people get trapped as soon as they they taste failure for the first time it's like ugh. but really it's more like no you're not going to beat opportunities. me yeah i'm i'm going to keep going like you don't just go down because you get hit once right you got to keep fighting um that's right it is so being you know just two women entrepreneur, two female entrepreneurs tell me if you have had any obstacles sort of related to just being women as an entrepreneur because because it's 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 a it's a world full of mostly men i feel like i mean i'm sitting here trying to put together this project and i've actually been surprised to see how much activity there is once you start dialing in on social that there is a lot more women entrepreneurial women than there was say 15 20 years ago than i can remember and you guys are a part of that. And and I was shockingly surprised because I hadn't paid attention. I've been just so focused on my own stuff. And now I'm looking around, I'm like, wow, have you seen any of the challenges in that?
1: I think it's hard to tell what's
0: or do you attributed just not see to
1: pain? us being women, but we've definitely experienced some challenges that I'm not sure a man would face. Um, for example, landlords, when we were first looking for a space, some would, wouldn't meet with us at all. I don't know if, a man would have that same experience. Yeah. yeah and it, well, it depends
0: I, on if you can actually feel in your gut that you think that it was because of that. And you, you can trust your own gut, of course, right? Like, you can feel it. I've had situations where I remember when I was too young, where I was trying to negotiate a lease. And they were like, you know, how old are you? And it's like That listen, must have been it. We were too young. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. <laughs> but I, well, my point was, <laughs> my point is that. I knew why they were asking me why, how old I was. It wasn't because they were curious about my age. It's because they wanted to judge me on it. Mm-hmm. So you're saying you, f- you you felt a few times that, that being a woman.
2: I think our biggest challenge was the uniqueness of our concept. I think it was. And, um, and how
0: difficult it was for the for guy who to, owns the building to understand, to understand that.
2: What, yeah. 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 Um, yeah right. And and honestly, how hard it was for everybody to understand. I mean, when we were talking to women, we went to every single community um,
0: yeah, networking
2: day. And well, we went out and actually talked to people. They would, you know, we would set up a booth and they would walk by in their strollers and we would stop them, provide a craft to the kids and actually ask, you know, the mom, these questions, how can we make motherhood easier, more fun? Um, what would be a barrier for you coming in and getting a workout in, getting, getting some time to yourself, just asking as many questions as we could think of and listening. Um, and it, it, early on it would take like a, like, 20 minutes to really like get into what we were trying to do and have someone light up and say wait because it was,
0: it was so hard for them to understand oh, the concept to begin with
2: of yes. just allowing yourself to get a break and right. to have the support of one another and to have that be brick and mortar right. not just these online even forums. the women
0: in your specific demographic like they the typical, just, even yeah. they were ch- a little bit challenged. You had to educate them a little bit? Many of them had you said, offering.
2: you know, no one's ever asked me that before. No one's ever yeah. asked me that well, before. I think
0: I think it's weird. Like I, I'm almost 40. I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but I'm close to 40. <laughs> so, but I think more of that is just us refusing to acknowledge that it was only like 10, 15 years ago that the world was just different when mm-hmm. it comes to that stuff. Like moms didn't, we're not expect like you were either a stay-at-home mom or you were you were going to work and that was not the norm. You were like pushing what is normal, right? When we when I was growing up. Like if your mom worked, it was either because she had to for mm-hmm. financial reasons or it was more like she was just a trailblazer. Like she wanted to be a, one of those women who was strong and doing her own thing. But it was expected that most women stayed home. And so now I think that that's... I'm not saying it was right. What I'm saying is it, it was expected. I don't agree that it was right. Yeah, no,
2: my, my mom worked and uh, I remember people... Um, used to say to me as a kid, wow, that's a dad's job. Uh, right. She was an engineer.
0: I have two daughters. <laughs> so believe me, my position on this, I'm a very progressive person in yeah. general. So my position on this, it never shifted, but now it's become more vocalized. Mm-hmm. Like I always believed that women should. my mom worked you know, full time and raised her kids and I know how difficult it was, but I know it's possible and you can do it well you know mm-hmm. you just have to be willing to put the work in and i think it's a choice i think some women may be presented with that choice and that's their right to choose and if they want to make that choice and 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 live in that world that's also honorable too because just being a mom is that diffi- is very difficult but being an entrepreneur it's a little bit different because you're actually you're not just you don't just have a job you're committed to something that's just has to be like up there with your kids in terms, oh, it's, in terms of it's, an, another it's another child it's another child it's right it's yeah. yeah
1: sixth child. and okay. and so
0: when people don't take you serious or or not understanding it can be very frustrating um and and that's why i bring the woman thing up because to me it's like well as a guy sometimes you don't realize the privilege you might have you know when you're negotiating a lease with someone and they take you serious you know as opposed to just being a woman but if you can feel it in your gut that it was just being a woman and you know that that's an unfortunate situation but how do you feel about what do you think you can do sort of to help that cause? Do you guys see somewhere in your future? Uh, to, um, ha-
2: to help women, more yeah, women like, yeah, start do you, businesses? Right, childcare. or just being,
0: just being active in terms of, Child, of promoting that <laughs> part of who you are because you have this awesome, amazing brand, but it can also stand for, for empowering other women to take, this, take that leap into entrepreneurship.
2: Yeah, uh, for I mean, for us as, as moms... Specifically, um, again, I would say that childcare and knowing that the kids are taken care of and that a sitter can quit and say, you know, I'm not coming tomorrow I'm, and you, you have to figure that out. You've got a meeting and you've got um, you know, these important things. I'm so happen. sorry.
0: I didn't really even think about I, it totally just slipped my mind, but it makes complete sense to me. You are actually doing that now you're providing an opportunity for women to take a break where they can focus on something else. Yeah. And if yeah. they choose to focus on entrepreneurship, they could certainly use your facility to do that. I mean, you have a perfect working lounge. They d- use mommy time. They could use mommy time they and do. say, you know they what? They do. They yeah. do use mommy time, right. and them do. And, yeah. and, that, and that's, that's sort of, um, it just... It just Skipped over me there for a second, but it makes all the sense in the world.
2: Yeah, definitely. Uh, the people um, in our membership, in our community, in the communities that we're going to bring this to, um, can absolutely do that. Um, so long term. It's that that for me personally, I, I definitely you know can't and wouldn't speak for for all women, but for me that that's been the hardest part is
0: you know, child care
2: and and just being away from my kids. You you can't be two places at once. I, I wish you could, but that idea that. Moms, um, you know, are, are supposed to be with their kids, right. and you're just sort of always torn. Like every minute I'm spending with them, I sort of feel like, gosh, there's things at work I should be doing. And then every minute I'm at work, I'm like, yeah. and you're fighting it on two fronts because it's
0: physical as well. I mean, it's yeah. not like it's just what people, because there's people who tell, there's that social story that is told, like the mom, that's what the mom does. But there's also a physical, like, you know, you. You want to see your kids, like you love your kids. You don't want to be away from them all day. Like mm-hmm. you, you, know nobody wants that, dad or mom. So it's two-sided. Um, mm-hmm. It's very difficult to overcome. But that's really, I think, what you guys are doing is really cool because now it's actually, it's a real option, and it's not just a real option. Um, for ex- an exclusive set of people, this is an affordable thing. This doesn't. This replaces a gym membership. It doesn't. It doesn't. Cost more than a gym membership, mm-hmm. you know, and and, you're, and then
2: there's all these added things, right? And then yeah. you get
0: all these bonus um, amenities that come along with it um, that would cater more towards your lifestyle if you're a mom. But uh, talk to me, so future-wise, I know you guys um, have interest in, in expansion. Is this a short-term, long-term goal? I mean, is this a, a five-year plan, ten-year plan?
1: say less than five years <laughs> <Hopefully. laughs> we're <laughs> looking
0: at each other right?
2: <laughs> no we do we get a lot of questions there are a lot of uh moms who live in neighboring states and not so neighboring states who uh who want this they right. want this in their community um and i, I can see why it's right. um you know it's a wonderful thing for a community it's great to take care of your moms and to give them um you know a chance to to do these things and it's it really in, it improves um you know Family dynamics and lives, and it improves I've, lives. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, it, it, it's one small thing, mm-hmm. but you know, it's it's one small thing in the right direction, and mm-hmm. that can have a massive effect yeah. on on people. And, and 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 at home, you know, a lot of things, a lot of family dynamic hinges on 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 the mom. Mm-hmm. She's sort of like the roots of of the family, and if she's happy, then everything else is usually going yeah. good.
2: And yeah. I think you t- I mean you touched on it. It 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 is hard now. I I think it's always been hard. I am doing it now so it,
0: Right, we don't know. We, it, yeah. it
2: feels like it's harder now with the world getting smaller with social media and you just I think a lot of people feel like I should be, I should be, I should be. Um, and there are just so many opportunities to feel like, you know, oh man, society I, I, has
0: done a damn good job of putting a lot of expectations on yeah, everybody.
2: And that's the everybody. really, truly beautiful thing about right. getting people together in person is that I'll like watch them admit it. Like, you know, yeah. I don't get those well, that's dinners I, on the table either. That's what I
0: love about what you guys are up to. It's primed. It's, it's like the, it's like the anti everything else. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, it's prime, it, it's primed to blow up because it there is a huge desire for it mm-hmm. how big that is how big each gym has to be I'll call it a gym but each cent uh, what would you call it a studio a studio so each how big each studio would be uh, where they would be located um, mm-hmm. you know how you staff them and, mm-hmm. and, and and what sort of support you offer them have you guys started mingling with that like are you looking at your footprint saying okay we could cut 4,000 square feet run it with 3500 and be mm-hmm. twice as efficient blah 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 blah, blah.
2: Yeah, and um, I think some of that will be different um, in different communities, so each one will have its own, you know, footprint, flavor. Yeah, yeah. like it'll have its own local uh, personality the way um, any any business would that has you know, more than one location. Yeah. Um, and I think we just continue to survey. We continue to ask questions, ask how can we make your life better? How can we make it more fun? Right. What can we do? Do you need a co-working space? Is it... Um, you know, is it more fitness spaces? Like what are the things that, um, that, moms, you, that you want, yeah, what yeah. would, what, right. how can we serve you? So what you're even you saying
0: happy? if, 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 if a mom's village, cause right now I think it's going to be most associated with gym mm-hmm. because what I see is being so what is being sold socially is, is, is more physical activities. Mm-hmm. But you're saying that if the need came up that, you know, you wanted to expand and one of the regions was looking more for a co-working space and then a mom's village could essentially morph more into co-working, a little less fitness, for example. Or both. Or anything, or both, right. or
2: anything we haven't even thought of yet. Okay. Um, some of the things that we do started as a joke. I mean, people would say, can you get me a nap? Can you help me get dinner on the table? And we went back and said, can we? Wait, do we? have a nap can we? <laughs> we We have mommy nap time. Okay. So it's just an hour-long svasana. It is just an opportunity to hear
0: yeah.
2: uh, soft music, hear guided meditation, hear nothing. You need
0: a nap room. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that seems kind of hard to
1: manage. That
0: would be the same. That the coolest, like a tanning bed. Like you just go in. Can I get twenty minutes in room two, please? Or you just. Pass out. Well, I would totally never, I would never leave the nap room. So <laughs> you have to build a private. Yeah, you have your own private nap room. The
1: village would be over because we would be sleeping, <laughs>
0: sleeping all the, the time. whole time.
2: Yeah. So what did you there do work today? There would never be anyone at the desk. Took like a
0: two-hour nap. Yeah. Oh my god, a nap.
2: That's
0: I know, amazing. right? Well, listen, you guys are really up to some cool, cool stuff, and I'm Thank so happy you. that I got you guys on early because my expectations are really big. I think that you guys are going to like. I think if you guys can consult with a like, and you sounds like you're really good at consulting. Mm-hmm. Like you guys are not scared to ask the marketplace for for data no No. or
2: other experts or people yeah yeah. just
0: in the marketplace and i think that you'll eventually find that that right fit but like when you do i think it's it's a brilliant move to go big with this and i don't say that about like a pizza place because if your value proposition is is not significantly different from the guy next door yours is so different right and and it's not crazy innovative but you've executed. I, I'm, I can tell you right now, thousands of moms have thought about, well, wouldn't it be so cool if we had a place where we could go by ourselves? It's not that unique of an idea. Neither is a car dealership. But executing it mm-hmm. and the way you executed it is a very unique uh, thing. Because not many people are going to say, you know what, let's do it. And let's do it on a big scale. And let's listen to the marketplace. And let's adjust. Let's try this. Let's try that. That's how businesses are built. You can't just open a door and say, this is who we are if you like it you like it like that doesn't usually work Mm -hmm. so i think that the fact that you guys have executed it now it becomes something that can be scalable because you're working out the kinks and when you buy a franchise what you want to buy is that the kinks have been taken out right and that's what you guys are doing every day you don't buy a franchise that's too new because they don't really know what the issues are but you buy a franchise that's seasoned and by seasoned i mean they've like worked through things they've collected Mm -hmm. data Mm-hmm. And, I, and you guys are doing that. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's really cool. And I, ex- my expectations are that that's going to play itself out, but that's Thanks. just me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, I want to thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Um, do you want to do a shout out to um, a mom's village? Just some information, social.
1: Sure. Um, you can find us <laughs> on Instagram <laughs> at, at a mom's village and Facebook, the same, um, or our website is www.amomsvillage.com.
0: Cool. And they're in Peabody.
1: Come see us.
0: Come by <laughs> and ask for Cindy or Stephanie.
1: We're there every
0: single (laughs) day. (laughs) And bring your kids too. All right, guys. Thank you so much.